Maybe the devil is responding to what God is doing, which is there is truly a great move of the Holy Spirit taking place. We we could well be at that great end time revival that is going to fulfill the Great Commission. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. The Holy Spirit is moving in different parts of the church, and we're talking today with our friends from the Presbyterian Reformed Ministries International, or PRMI. PRMI has been around since 1966, and it's a Presbyterian-based group associated with the worldwide move of the Holy Spirit. Dr. Brad Long is PRMI's executive director and founder of the Dunamis Project. And his uh, companion today on the call is Reverend Martin Boardman, and he is the prayer mobilizer of PRMI. So we've got one in North Carolina and one in Canada. Uh, good weather in both places, fellas? Oh, it's awful here. It's just pouring rain. Oh. But hopefully it's oh. sunny in Florida and Alberta. <laughs> we have beautiful sunshine today. It's a little cold, but it's beautiful sunshine. So that's in uh, up in Alberta. Okay, I guess uh, uh, we should either be in Florida or Alberta today, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you both for joining us here on this second episode of our three-part series. And we welcome you to share about the call that you sense to grow an army of intercessors. Now, that sounds rather military, but we are soldiers <laughs> in the Lord's army, right? I remember that yes. old song, Brad. Onward Christian soldiers, yes. <laughs> That's yes. right. And how, how would you say that you want to grow this army of intercessors, and why do you use that language? Well, let me, let me go back uh, to first our circumstances that we're in right now as to why we believe the Holy Spirit is raising up this army mm. of intercessors. And there's a negative reason, but then a very positive reason that the negative side of it is that we're, we're really in a time of increasing uh, stress, uh, conflict, uh, the potential for the outbreak of evil, is very very intense uh right now uh in not just in the united states but in the whole western world there's a massive assault taking place against our judeo-christian foundations of western culture this is coming through marxism it's coming through a lot of these attacks on on our our founding uh, of our nations that are rooted in the bible and so uh, we're, we're at a dangerous place. And part of this, of course, has to do with the upcoming American election, all of that. But there's a bigger thing going on, and this is the exciting part. And that is that we believe that in, in response to, or maybe, maybe the devil is responding to what God is doing, which is there is truly a great move of the Holy Spirit taking place. We, we could well be at that great end time revival that is going to fulfill the great commission and bring the second coming of jesus christ so uh, this is a time of very fraught with danger at the same time tremendous possibility uh, for the advancement of the kingdom of god and so anytime uh, all through history uh, what is god's response to such times of danger and possibility it is to raise up the intercessors 
to raise up the intercessors as the vanguard of advancing his kingdom. So um, let me just quote Jonathan Edwards real quick, that great mm-hmm. American, British-American revivalist who said that anytime God intends to do something great for the church, what he does is, is that he stirs up extraordinary prayer. And that right now, this is what's happening in the world. He's, God is stirring up that extraordinary prayer in order to bring an outpouring of the Spirit or a great revival. And that's, that's God's response to the evil that is also growing in the world. Revival so is the answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, it is the answer. Martin, do you feel the same way about revival and that it's coming in the end times? Yes, it's very clear uh, just from everything that we're seeing that, that God, is, God is moving and is raising, is raising people up. The church is, the church is growing. Maybe not um, all the time in, the, in North America where we see a lot of um, churches collapsing and um, closing, but around the world there is a move of the Holy Spirit, and we want to be we need to be on board with what he wants to do so that we're ready to be able to respond when this revival takes place. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're, we're seeing it happen. Uh, you know, when travel like we do in Africa, but also China and around the world, uh, we're, we're seeing these great waves of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we'd been, love to talk more about that in another podcast, but the basis though is this work of intercessory prayer. Mm-hmm. You have to lay the groundwork for it, don't you? Yes, yes. Let, 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 me, let me share just kind of maybe a personal story as to where this comes from, particularly the language of the army of intercessors. It was back a number of years ago, uh, actually during the Obama administration, and I was uh, praying for the health care debate and all this, and and I had, I had one of those mystical encounters with Jesus where the Holy Spirit fell on me. I was, I had a, I was caught up in the heavenlies. I know that sounds maybe a little extreme, but, but um, God does this. He called me up into the heavenlies, and he gave me a vision of massive attacks coming against the United States, against the Western world, both from Islam, radical Islam, but also from within, from the from the radical left, and I could just see these these assaults coming against our our nation, against the Church of Jesus Christ, and and then the Lord said very clearly, He said, "This is the devil's plans. Let me show you my plans." And then I saw those these visions then of a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And with it came the word, if this is going to happen, if these strongholds are going to be defeated, that Satan is raising up, then I'm calling you to be part of raising up a mobilizing, equipping, and deploying an army of intercessors. Well, that was 10 years ago, and the Lord has been working through us ever since to to really mobilize and equip this army of intercessors. Let me just say real quickly that there are many people who are called into this. PRMI is not the only ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Intercessors for America. There, and Charisma Magazine has been doing a fabulous job with this, too. I mean, this is a global movement. It's not just us. That Absolutely. The Lord's called mm-hmm. us to work together in this. Yes. 
Yes, to be united in it. Yes, yes. And that's one of our goals. Now, Martin, you are a prayer mobilizer, which is a great job title, by the way. Uh, How did you get into this in the first place? Well, I've been being baptized of the Holy Spirit. There was a sense of call to prayer on Mm. my life, and I began to grow in that um, and grow in just the whole area of intercession. And also then working with uh, PRMI, especially in the mission outreach work that um, the ministry has been doing in various countries around the world, um, I became the kind of intercessory prayer coordinator uh, for that work, uh, sending out updates whilst teams were um, doing ministry in the field to equip intercessors at home to be able to pray for them. And out of that really just developed um, the ability to communicate prayer needs and the ability to draw teams together. Um, but as we moved forward and recognized that there was a need uh, the ministry, so more specifically as seek to develop this art, there needs to be someone that can communicate, can draw people together, take and work with the, the visionary that's seeing what's seeing what's happening and be able to communicate it so people can get on board and join in prayer and that's where the lord gifted me um and enabled me to to do that kind of work so i came on board with the with the ministry um almost three years ago now to to really just just that to mobilize people to get people to get people praying. Brad is spending his time in the heavenlies, and Martin, you are translating that for the rest of us? Is that how this works? I'm I'm trying to be funny. No, no, no. no. I guess I probably wasn't careful enough. I guess it's okay to share with our audience these kind of experiences, is it? Yes, of course. I'm just joking with you. These real encounters (laughs) with Jesus. Okay, okay, okay. But but it's true. You, you've had a, a spiritual experience, and, um, and yes, Martin, what you're saying is that uh, you, you two have a, a great working relationship, and you can um, sort of bring what you're doing to a larger group of Christians who want to be mobilized to prayer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, very much Brad gets the vision, and I can get to do the communication piece for it and we work mm-hmm. yeah, we work well together. Well, as a communicator, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh Martin, let me ask you about I understand that uh you've had a number of prayer engagements that have had real impact and I understand that uh during the Kavanaugh battle for the Supreme Court trying to become a, a Supreme Court justice there was a lot of prayer going on at that time. Could could you speak to that? Yes. Um, there was a lot of prayer that was going on. My role was getting the team together and keeping them um, connected and coordinated and praying then for them as, they, as they're doing the engagement. There was a time where team needed to form really quickly and they they did that i was up here in canada they were down in um, north carolina and so we're praying um using whatsapp messenger to 
coordinate back and forth just so that we can be really focused and pray through what needed to be prayed at a particular time. We always want to be led by the Holy Spirit as we pray and as we engage. Uh, really just being in that place of listening to what the Spirit is saying and then being able to connect and coordinate people together so that they can do that work of intercession. That was my role. And, and my role uh, was actually not not on site in Washington, D.C., but at a conference center in uh, here in North Carolina, a Baptist conference center, where we were actually doing a intensive teaching on evangelism mm-hmm. and the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, right in the middle of this uh, conference, uh, the Holy Spirit has fallen upon us, calling us, a team of us, to form what we call a cohort in which uh, we were uh, kind of, we we stepped out of the conference. I was the leader of it. So it was kind of, I handed my role off to someone else. And we stepped though into this very intensive time. And and actually the the prayer battle for confirming Kavanaugh lasted about six weeks. Mm. Um, But this was kind of the, the height of it. And we don't, rather, we don't want to go into all the details here, or can't go into all the details here, mm-hmm. but we functioned as a cohort in which we are, it was when uh, Blasey Ford was given her testimonies and, and then Kavanaugh was responding. Mm-hmm. There was an extraordinary move of the Holy Spirit taking place at that time in which several things were happening. One, we were praying that, uh, well, God's will would prevail, but we were also praying that Satan's plans would be exposed. And uh, we believe that Satan was trying to block um, putting on our Supreme Court of the United States an originalist judge who would uphold the Constitution mm-hmm. rather than change the Constitution. So this is a battle that had real spiritual consequences because because our constitution is based on Judeo-Christian values, based on our biblical faith. Well, we were praying things like, Lord, pierce the cloaking. Uh, And piercing the cloaking means that we're praying that what Satan has hidden will be brought into the light. So we'll know how to pray. Well, it's a long story, but uh, while we, we were caught up in this prayer battle, we were praying for Kavanaugh to be anointed, to be able to speak well. We were, and he was, and we were also praying that Satan's plans would be constrained and that the evil planned would be blocked. It was an amazing experience. And yes, I was called up in the heavenlies where I was dealing with high-level demons over Washington. At the same time, I was being supported by a team uh, that was located on site, but also scattered around uh, the country. And we were also connecting with uh, people on site in Washington, D.C., uh, connected with Intercessors for America, who were also joining us in prayer. So it was an amazing experience. And we learned a huge amount out of this, in which we learned practical tactics of intercession, of how the Lord will call us to actually engage so that his will will be accomplished. And I know you wrote a whole book about this experience, (laughs) right? (laughs) Well, There's a lot to learn. I did, and it's called Timeless Lessons for Prayer Warriors, Confirming Kavanaugh, the Spiritual Battle. You know, it's, it's, 
can, can get kind of complicated, but what I wanted to do was was to use this as a sort of a model of how we can pray, of how the Holy Spirit will lead us to pray um, in these uh, prayer battles that really do advance the kingdom of God and accomplish God's will on earth. So what were some of the critical lessons that you learned during this prayer engagement? Um, well, there are a number. Martin, you want to share one or two, and then I'll share some? Well, I think you'd already mentioned piercing the cloaking. Uh, what is that often the enemy kind of covers um, what he's doing, almost like a fog that intercessors and prevents other people from seeing the truth, seeing the and uh, praying that that would be pierced so that people can speak the truth and the truth can be heard or that intercessors can see what's going on is really one of the, the first tactics that we need to employ praying into a situation like this. Um, so that, was, that certainly was one technique um, and one strategy that we really used um, in, in this battle. Mm-hmm. Well, let me add another one. It was uh, carefully listening to the Holy Spirit, but also listening to each other. Um, As the Lord would give guidance, for instance, as to what to pray when. (laughs) And uh, this was really extraordinary that we were, um, I mean, people would get revelations, they'd get prophetic words, Uh, that we would speak into, that would speak into the situation. But also, uh, we we had this broader network of people around the country who were listening to the Holy Spirit, too. Well, in the midst of this, um, one of our intercessors, who's actually Roman Catholic, sent a note to us uh, from Ashley Cavanaugh, where she had sent out a prayer request asking for us to pray one of the psalms that uh, you know the the enemies would be embarrassed that they you know that the lord would uh, would bring down the, the the enemies who are i can't remember the psalm right now mm-hmm. uh, but but this was really amazing so from ashley kavanaugh we then were led to specifically pray the words of that psalm at, right at a breakthrough time um, in this battle where the confirmation got through. So the, the listening to each other was one of the key intercess, intercessory prayer lessons. And an, another one was we found a number of us would actually, would, I mean, it was kind of like the, the burden of all this, that what Ashley Kavanaugh was experiencing, that's Brent Kavanaugh's wife, and what their children were experiencing, that we had intercessors who were actually feeling that, experiencing that, and the Lord would give them this this heart of mercy and prayer for them. Well, and then another, well, there were a whole set of other tactics, one of which was breaking the curses that were being spoken against uh, the judge. I mean, the very charges that were brought against him falsely were actually curses that were being spoken. Mm. And Satan uses those curses. And so we then were in the heavenlies breaking those curses 
against them and replacing curses with blessed. It's it's an incredibly exciting thing when you're caught up into this uh, dance of cooperating with the Holy Spirit and you find he really does work through you and we see prayers answered and we see we see the kingdom of God advance as it did in the confirmation of Brent Kavanaugh. Well, I think you have much to teach the body of Christ about praying together and praying for a particular purpose. And uh, I'm sure the Kavanaugh hearings were just one example of how you've seen that happen. Uh, they are, and we're still learning, and mm-hmm. we're, we're all being taught by the Lord in this together. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, it's also learning to apply a lot of those basic principles that Jesus teaches us about prayer. Like if one, you know, if two or three of you agree on earth about anything, or if two or three of you are together, uh, you know, I am present with you. And Jesus says, ask anything in my name. Uh, you know, if you give, give glory to the Father, I will answer it. So, you know, these some of this is just basic. Every, every Christian knows these principles, but sometimes we need help in learning how to apply them as led by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Well, uh, and it helps to actually practice these things, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, well and, and part of it, though, is learning how to function as a team and learning how to uh, learn to listen together and, and how the Lord will actually call you out as a special, almost like a SWAT team, <laughs> mm-hmm. to, to engage at various levels of intercession. Well, Martin, as we closed, yes, Martin, as we closed, did you want to add anything else on that, working together? No, other than just the working together of a small group that gets to know each other and knows uh, their strengths, knows their weaknesses, but also knows how the Holy Spirit works through them. Those that have different, those that have gifts of discernment, those that have gifts of wisdom, those that, that constantly get scripture. As you learn to work together, you can you can form a really close team that the Spirit can really use powerfully to see these strongholds broken and and uh, the kingdom of God advance. And so that's what we that's what we're all about is seeing God's kingdom advance and connecting and working with these these small groups that can do just that. Mm, excellent. Well, would, would one of you well, like to uh, pray us out today as we close that uh, we all might learn how to practice this kind of prayer? Um, yes, I'll, I'll Brad, be happy to yes, pray. Brad, why don't you, please? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Lord, I ask that every single person who listens to this will be stirred and that you, I believe, Lord Jesus Christ, that you've already chosen, you've already have a whole group of people out there that you are calling as intercessors. But Lord, a lot of us don't know that, or we we're, we have a burden, but we don't know what to do with it, or we just don't feel qualified. So Lord Jesus, please reach out and, and use this teaching, use this podcast to touch those who are being called as not just people of prayer, but can step into that role as intercessors who will work with you to shape history. And 
and Lord, draw them to you. And Lord, I believe you know, the first basis of this is bait growing in intimacy with Jesus. So draw us close to you in a personal relationship with you, Jesus, so that we can hear your voice and cooperate with you. And then, Lord, we need to be filled with the Spirit. Please do that. But draw us in to this work of intercession. And, Lord, I know it sounds presumptuous, but, Lord, I know that you need us in this role. <laughs> you need us to, to say yes to your calling to do the work of prayer because you have promised that you will work through prayer to advance your kingdom. We pray this so that you'll get the glory, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, uh, there is much more to prayer than praying through a list, isn't there? Uh, yes, yes, there is. <laughs> yes, it's exciting. Yes, it is. And it's a little scary sometimes, too, to be honest. We'll yes. talk about that next time. There okay. is a, another dimension to this. So okay. Let's get to that later. Well, um, yes, we. you have to do a little warfare in prayer, too. So Yes, you do. There's a whole dimension of spiritual warfare. Well, as our listeners have uh, noticed, uh, there is a lot to unpack in the ministry that you all do through the Presbyterian Reformed Ministries International, or PRMI, and the Dunamis Project. So I'd like to thank both of you, Dr. Brad Long and Martin Boardman, for being with us today. Thank you so much. It's been, it's been wonderful being with you, and we're so excited about what the Lord is doing. Yes, he is. He's doing a lot of good things through PRMI, and we want to point people to your websites, too prmi.org, and uh, the new one called Discern With Us, discernwith.us. And uh, there I see that people can sign up for the Discerning the Times newsletter, which would be uh, a great resource, I'm sure. Yes, that's really the teaching place, but also helping actually move into the engagements that we've been talking about. Wonderful. Well, I'm Chris Johnson, and I'm glad you've joined us here for Charisma Connection. Uh, please be sure to go to cpnshows.com, and while you're there, you can see that we have a new Charisma audio option for you. If you like reading Charisma magazine, you may also like to listen to it, and you can now do that on audio instead of just reading it. So sign up to listen in the spirit today at cpnshows.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. <laughs>